You're listening to the Coaching Matrix Private Podcast. We'll just start recording and then whoever wants to jump on the hot seat first, we can just, you can just coach. So just to, for, I think a lot of you guys, this is your first integration call. So basically how it goes is that you can either raise your hand or just come on when there's a pause between coaching and it's just a hot seat. So it can be, you know, business questions, mindset questions. It can be like a more like a Q and a, or like actually like coaching. Um, I just want it to be useful for you. So whatever is on your mind, like, and whoever wants to go first, let's just jump into it. I kind of know what else wants to, but I did get coached last week. So happy no, to just listen to someone else. That's else why something. you're here, right? So what's up? Okay, amazing. <laughs> um, mine's a bit of a jumbled one. I hadn't really expected to be coached. It's a bit all clear. Um, yeah, I'm doing a launch at the moment for my group coaching program. Okay. And I built up since the last one, like a bit of a wait list. So I had about 150 people asked to be put on a wait list. And... I don't think I've really handled it the right way. Maybe that's not the best thought. But when people joined the wait list, my group coaching program was a certain price. And I've since then increased the price. Um, I don't know if I got like a bit cocky thinking, oh, I'm getting so many people want to join it. Like I should raise the prices. But either way, like, I'm, I'm glad I did raise them. But I've now kind of put the, um, I can, a few emails out to this waitlist, um, giving them like early access before I go out to like my social media with it. Um, and I've had two people sign up, which is good. But um, I don't know, I'm just, I'm worried that I might have like put people off by raising the price or not handled it very well. Um, and like my goal is to have like, 20 people so like two groups of 10 and I feel like I'm just I'm never gonna hit that amount um but yeah I don't really know what okay. like where to go from that but <laughs> no, no, that, that's good so when you like sold the waitlist or like let them know that they could join the waitlist did you promise them a price no well it wasn't like promise but it was on the website that that was how much it, it costed but yeah so I don't know whether that was a bit of a I shouldn't have had it on my website but I don't know, like I, I liked having it on the website because it was that at the time, but obviously yeah. it's now gone up. Did you let them know it was going to go up? Um, When I just emailed out saying like, doors are now open and then that the, the new cost was there. I didn't, ref I didn't kind of draw attention to the fact it had gone up. Okay. So maybe I Did should you, have. <laughs> yeah, that's okay. Did you do any nurturing of the wait list while they were just there? Like, did they get emails from you? Did they get hype from you about it opening? no <laughs> okay so it's okay like this isn't like bad I'm just trying to get no it's good because I do think oh god I've got a lot of learning to get from this time because I know I don't think I've done it the best I could um but yeah <laughs> that's okay that's I'm just like asking questions so I can kind of get a feel for what's what's going on because like it's never just one thing right like I think that that's a, mm. a good thing to remember it's not just your thoughts but it's also not just the wait list it's not just the price going up like there's a number of factors and so one of the things that I know for launches is like, you have to have a lot of hype. So can you tell me like mm -hmm. what do you do to build the hype to get people in the door? Not even just on the wait list, just in general. So 
when you say build the hype, do you mean to get them to join the wait list or what? Or the program, because your program's open right now. Yeah, well, they can enroll now. Yeah. Um, so up until then, it was just in my post, I was like, if you want to join the wait list for my group coaching program, yeah, go ahead. So I guess like that that was all I was doing. Um, so then I built up like 150 people. Then I emailed them all saying, ta-da, doors open. Cool. But maybe I needed to, because this is it as well. And I feel like this is really embarrassing, but like obviously I've got MailChimp for my email list, but I just had this wait list. Like I was literally doing it manually. Like as people were emailing me saying, I want to join the wait list. I was literally putting that on an Excel doc. <laughs> yeah. And then and then I switched it to like a form on my website. So it was like through Wix. Um, so I, I, this is it. Like, I think this is my first time doing it on such a like bigger scale or trying to do it on a bigger scale. So I should have done it through like a MailChimp landing page. And then I could have, they would have joined my audience and, but a lot of them are already in my audience, probably like my mailing list, because they probably signed up to both anyway. But yeah, sorry, my, is that, does that make sense? Yes, it totally makes sense. So the doors are open now. So everything becomes about door, like our doors going to close. Yeah. So well, the waitlist I've had up until today, like early access. So like I've not, it's like just them that have access to it. And then as as of tomorrow, I'm like set, like going out to my whole email list with it yes. and to like my Instagram. Mm-hmm. um so yeah sorry I forgot was that the question yeah no that's what I wanted yeah. To. Yeah, so yeah. so it's only open for the wait list right now so that's like your your call to action right you're reminding them I would email them a lot like hey yeah tomorrow I'm gonna open it up to the rest of my audience mm. yeah I've emailed them like every day since like yeah I, I launched on like Wednesday or something so they've had like a yeah. good few days of so, statistically most people join the last day and this is good for entrepreneurs to remember. Like that's why I email so much when doors are closing. Cause most people join the last day. I had two people join the last hour. Right. And so you might take that into consideration that you emailed mm. them tomorrow. Like I joined days. you on the last day. So yeah, I did <laughs> you're not the only one. I had lots of people like getting in on the last day, like, ah. um, but like I, e- I kept emailing. I didn't stop. Right. And this mm. is like that belief through the 11th hour. Cause like our brains are going to be like, Oh, no one cares. No one wants to join. And what on the other side, they're like, Oh, like, Oh, I need to do it. I need to like put my credit card in. I just need to like do it. We don't know what's going on in their world. So you have to keep showing up. So this is what I'm going to recommend mm. Rebecca is that you email them like two or three times tomorrow to remind them to grab their spot before spots are gone. And then you're going to, when you open it, you're going to do the same thing where you're like on the last day, there's like lots of reminders going out for the, the total audience, if that makes sense. So, so cause tomorrow I'm opening it up to like my, all of my email list and Instagram. Oh, so, so it was the last day for the wait list. Yeah. Yeah. So, and I have done, I have sent like a tomorrow it's going out far and wide. So I was going to just keep in touch with the wait list as well. Yep. But yeah, they keep getting the same emails as everyone else okay. the same messaging. Because it's still open. Yeah. Okay. So, so now we're going to kind of split the conversation because there's going to be things that I want you to remember for the future. And this is like just yeah. that pocket, right? One of the things that I've found for waitlist is like you want to incentivize them to be on the waitlist. So maybe it's like a discount um, or like limited spots. And then if you, so like if you join the discount, you get $100 off or whatever. Um, that's a really powerful way. But like if they don't join in the early bird pricing, 
that goes away. So if they join after yeah. everyone gets it, it doesn't they don't get to keep that discount just because they're on the wait list. So it encourages like a quick decision. Yeah. Um, and then the next thing is like that hype, like it's coming. It like okay. wait and like it's building it because one of the things I found is one, we know this, but no one cares about our, our programs as much as we care about our programs. They're living their life. They're busy. They're traveling. They're going out. They're in relationships. Like they there's all sorts of stuff they're getting broken up with because you're a relationship coach, right? Yeah. Okay. So yeah. they're having their own stuff going on, right? And so our job is to be like, hey, I'm still here. Hey, this is what I can help you with. Hey, still here. Yeah. Hey, coming. Hey, it's coming really soon. Hey, it's coming in two weeks. Hey, it's coming next week. Hey, it's coming in five days. Hey, it's coming in three days. Right? Like, yeah, like, yeah. Yeah. See, because that's what I've done. I've kind of, they've gone to wait list, probably some of them like four months ago. And then I've just like not even spoken to them since. Right. So it makes and that's okay. <laughs> this is like future, right? This is yeah, no, yeah. But I, I see that's such a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> but now we can work with what you have, which is people are on your wait list. So at some point they wanted it. How can you speak to them about that desire again? You know, and make mm. it like, Hey, like this, I can help you with blank. And then reminding them the doors are closing. Let's make a decision. Like, I know we can do better together or whatever. Um, you're yeah. 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 Cause I guess what I was getting confused now is obviously tomorrow, I feel like I'm starting from scratch or like the initial emails for my whole wait list are like doors opening so I obviously don't want to send that email again to my wait list because the doors already opened for them so I was gonna like only send them like a couple of the emails that they that weren't already like do you think I should still stay in touch with them every day do you think I still should okay (laughs) are probably never gonna buy from you so it's okay you can be like bye you're never gonna buy anyway it's okay. Yeah, because that's the thing. I have seen people unsubscribe from them and I've been like, oh, fuck. Yeah. So, yeah, okay. that's like a, a mental thing. It's good when we get unsubscribes. They were never going to buy, like, set them free, yeah. you know? Who, we, who we're thinking about when we're writing is the person who's like, oh, man. Should I? Should I not? I feel like I need, oh, okay. And then they're like, oh, wait, I got to go pick up the kids from school. Oh, wait, I got to go to the grocery store. Oh, wait, I got to go to the gym, right? And they forget. And then you're like, oh, another email. They're like, oh, yeah. Like, that's who we're writing. Yeah. That's who we're thinking about. It's like a love letter to them. Mm-hmm. It's like one every day. Yeah. And then okay. I would do like three on the last day. Okay. Okay, thank you. <laughs> like, I, like, I get emails from this guy named Frank Kern, and he's like an email marketer. And he emails me like, four times a day. And he's not even in a launch. We get in our head about emailing too much, but the people who are making a ton of money email a lot. It's just good to remember. Yeah. The people, the people who will buy benefit from you emailing them a lot. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. (laughs) You're so welcome. Okay. Anyone else want the hot seat? I want the hot seat. Awesome. Hi, Cindy. Hi. Okay. So you don't really know me. So I'm going to give you a little bit of background. Yeah, I'd love to get Um, to So um, in 2011, um, I was teaching and loved teaching. Like, love it. It's like my calling. I love to teach. I love kids. I love all of that stuff. And I was just minding my own business, and then I had this dream, and I thought, this is so cool, it should be a movie. Well, in the end, it turns out to be a book. 
and all along like all of these things always it's kind of like my whole life everything has just sort of fallen into place mm-hmm. and I just sort of started calling it luck you know mm-hmm. like <laughs> everything happens to me because of luck and um I mean, also that it's like supposed to be. And so, um, but that I was never really like forging my own path. And so when I became an author, like my first book went crazy, like it was in Costco. And that's congratulations. um, That's awesome. Yeah. And I was kind of paving the way because, um, I didn't go the traditional publishing route. I um, I self-published, and which back then was like unheard of, right? And so everybody was coming to me for advice, and I was just like, oh, well, you know, just do this. And, you know, it's just luck. And um, this, these things just kind of happened to me. And um, everybody wanted to consult with me. And, and so I'd go to lunch with people or spend a lot of time just kind of helping people navigate that world. For free? Um, yeah, just for free. Because I thought it was terrible to charge people for yeah. something like that. Because, gosh, you know, it's hard. And... I know this stuff. I'm the expert. I better, you know, help them make it along their way. So I kind of became this, um, I quickly had to quit teaching because I was going all over and doing assemblies. I write young adult stuff and um, workshops and presentations and all of that kind of stuff. And so with lots of tears, I left teaching and I, I told myself I would be okay because I'm presenting still. I'm I'm on the stage. I'm still connecting with these kids. And so um, I did that and I, I loved it. And I have like, I don't know, 25 or 30 books out now. And so the turning point for me was when um, Amazon, so all my books like stayed in the top 100 on Amazon for, you know, seven years. And then Amazon switched to pay for pay to play. Well, and everything had just been so easy for me, right? So I put up a book. It was number one, no problem. Uh, Stayed there, didn't even have to think about it. And I started to sort of get resentful and people are like, oh, you're an author. And I just kept thinking, that's not the only thing I am, you know? (laughs) And so I started thinking, I started not putting in the work, not trying to figure it out and um, just kind of let it sort of slip away. And then as I started to let it slip away, um, they luck again comes to me and says hey you know hey you you know you still teach you still have your license to teach German we'd love you to come we really need a German teacher and I'm thinking ah you know I miss those kids uh yeah I'll do it 
So that again, like kind of pushed away the whole writing and the books. And um, so now I teach part-time and I told myself, well, every other day I'll write. And slowly it just kind of faded because I was having to like, my books weren't being seen just automatically. It wasn't easy anymore. And I told told myself, well, you know, that was just kind of a stage in my life. And then part of me is thinking, you went back to teaching because that was easy. And um, (laughs) yeah, and so, and this whole idea of, you know, it's just been lucky and, you know, whatever's supposed to happen to me next is going to present itself to me. I've decided that that's just not good enough, that I want to pave my own way. Yeah, but the, the, I think the big shift that you're going to make is realizing you already did it. You still had to write the books. Okay, maybe you got lucky with the publishing and being noticed and being in Costco and all these things, but you still had to be the person to write the book. Not everyone can do that. You know what I mean? You still had to. And I, yeah. Yeah. And I like, I know that on some level and I tell myself, you know, I'm, I'm totally like, okay. So when you talk about that moment where, you know, nothing's going to get in your way, you know who you are. Well, every time that luck, you know, quote unquote luck has hit me, I've always kind of been in that zone. Like nothing would stop me. Like I knew what I was doing. I was the top performer. I was the best speaker. And there was no question. Of course I was going to be in the top. Of course I was going to be number one. Right. There was no question. And I did everything that it took. Now I look back and I can see that I was working my butt off. Yeah. Doing all those things to create that. Yeah. yeah. I think that's like a huge thing for like everyone on this call. Like you have to realize like you, even if you feel lucky, you have to own that you created it or else it's always going to feel like a fluke. It's always going to feel like it's outside of your control. Even when things happen out of nowhere or you do get lucky, like you still have to do the work. And what that does is it paves the future. So, you know, it's repeatable. I can do this again. I can like it's not something that's like never going to happen again because I think that's a big fear like I did it once I'll never have it happen again because I don't know how I created it but we do know how you created it you wrote the book you put a lot of work in you're really good at your skills and your craft you believed right that's the pattern so Cindy I want to know like what's next like what do you want to create now I know and that's the hard thing because I really feel deep down that my place is in speaking I'm a, I'm a speaker, you know, and, um, and influence young people, um, as well as, you know, women in general, but, and then I think, well, you know, if I go back and hit doing my author stuff, you know, they called me, we need you to come speak. Why haven't you been speaking? And so I went and spoke and I was like, this is where I belong. This is, this is what feels good to me and what really speaks to me. And, um, but then, you know, I'm in the classroom and speaking and influencing every day. And now I'm speaking at district conferences and stuff. And so I'm like, I just don't know 
I don't know what my path is anymore. And I feel deep down, I need to kind of choose because I honestly, I cannot be the most, I believe that anything I do, I have to be the most excellent at. Mm -hmm. And so I feel like I can't be the best teacher if I'm focusing on my writing and I can't be the best writer if I'm focusing on my class, um, my classes. And so both lead to speaking, <laughs> you know, Yeah. both are pathways to that. And I just have, I'm in such indecision. Yep. Um, I think I could probably go either way. I like writing better because I have way much more freedom over my finances and I can, I can, you know, affect people uh, without them even knowing it with my money mm-hmm. <laughs> and do things that I'm passionate about because I have the money to do it. Mm-hmm. And as a teacher, that's just not there. Yeah. But then when I present to teachers and it changes how they teach and how they see the kids, I, it makes me feel powerful and like I'm in the right spot. So I just, uh, how, I don't know. Well, it's interesting because we always procrastinate decisions because the root word of decision means to like cut off. I'm, I'm sure you've heard that phrase before. When we decide, it means we cut off another option. And I you know, I don't want to do that. You don't want to do that. What makes you feel like you have to? Just the desire desire to be great? And you yeah. Don't to do both? Yeah. Yeah. So I'm going to draw something that was really helpful for me. Um, some of you guys have seen me like, draw this before so like I want you guys to imagine like there's like this little island like ooh, like this is what I want in life like wow I want to go to this island it could be your business success it could be where you live right and we're like on this side and we have these little rowboats okay sorry I'm not a good drawer but hopefully you get the idea right there's like these little rowboats okay and this is what I want to think like think a lot of entrepreneurs do it's like okay like I'm gonna write a book I'm going to get here. And they're like, oh, wait, no, no, no. Like, I have to go back to the island because I actually want to be like a speaker and I'm going to try this rowboat to get there. And what I want to offer is like, you can row all the boats across to the island, but it's going to be slower than committing to one boat and going all the way to the island. Does that make sense? Yeah. And so like, you can, you can slowly bring all your dreams together. Um, for a lot of you guys, it's going to, this is going to look like different offers, right? Like I'm going to do group coaching and one-on-one, or I'm going to do a membership and one-on-one, or I'm going to write a book and be a coach and you can do all your goals at the same time. But if you want to see any of the progress, you got to commit to one so that you can get the rewards and get to the Island. That's what it's going to take. Not that you can't do it. It's just a little slower. Are you willing to spend the time? It might take a lot longer, Cindy, but I don't know. What do you think about that metaphor? I like it. I mean, I already, so that that's the thing. Like I already have that thing in both. Right. I mean, I'm able, like I present in both. I present it, you know, national chapters for teachers and I present at big conferences for writers. Oh. And I love both. That's the thing. But, and, but what? What's that sound that's making you go, Ugh. like, what is it? 
I don't want what I hate about writing is having to do all the stuff besides writing. Yeah. Because it was so easy. And then I think, oh, that's so lame. Like when you were teaching all these people how to create their books and you you like had to learn all of those steps. And, you know, I did blogs about everything and taught everybody. I was working hard, but it didn't seem like work. It didn't seem like it. It seemed like just what you do. And it's kind of like when I, um, like I, I discovered you through Amber, um, the weight loss Amber. Yeah. Um, and when I did that program with her, I was like totally in the zone. Like nothing was going to stop me. I don't know how to get back in that zone so that I know what, so that I can be great and nothing's going to get in the way. Like no matter what, you're going to do the work for it. And I think I could go either way, even though I don't want to give up one or the other, because I love them both. I have too many things that I love, um, but I know I need to focus on one. I really know that. Oh, it just makes me want to cry because I've already been through this once. You know, I left teaching once and I feel like I should leave teaching, but I don't want to go through. I don't want to learn all of that stuff. I don't want to start kind of over. And I'm not talking about the writing. I'm, I still write. I still produce books, but thinking about having to get them out there. And maybe, maybe part of it is that I'm like, I can never, nobody's ever number one for more than like a few minutes, right? Anymore on Amazon's charts. Mm -hmm. I don't know what it is exactly, but I just feel, but I know it's time I need to, need to do something about it. I don't know. I think that that, that thought isn't even true, right? Like you don't need to do anything about it. Things are good, right? Yes, things are good. But I think what you're trying to get clear on is like, what do I really, really want? Which is a totally different, different question. Yeah. And are you willing to let go of something okay to create what you really want? Which is scary. Yeah. One of the things, like, I like, like mind games, you know, if like you could have it in an instant, no work involved, you just all of a sudden appeared in your dream life. <laughs> what would that look like? Like you woke up one day and you're like, this is the dream. What is it? I would be writing. And not teaching. Yeah. Yeah. And that doesn't mean that you don't grieve that. Doesn't mean you're not sad. Doesn't mean you don't miss it. It just means that you made a powerful decision leaning one way. Yeah. And now it's just, are you going to act on that knowledge? You know, now that you know that you've declared it so publicly, just kidding. <laughs> you declared <laughs> it to yourself and to me and to everyone on the call, but also just the knowing inside, right? Yeah. That's want. You can still be sad. It doesn't mean you don't love your choice. It means that's part of deciding is like dealing with the consequences of the choice. Yeah. And I guess I just need to do that inner work that, it's okay to sort of be starting over because, you know, I went from the top earner to now I've just kind of let it sort of go. And, ah, uh, you know, I have every excuse like you talk about with sports, you know, I have every excuse. Well, you know, 
I'm busy. Uh, you know, whatever. I have grandkids now who has time for, for marketing. I just put it out there. It doesn't really matter if anybody reads it. You know what I think will help with that? Clarity about where you're going. When people lack like motivation, it's because you forgot to like do the imagination and the vision work to like see the compelling future that's going to make you wake up and write. It's going to make you get excited. Um, I don't know what that is. Maybe it's imagining someone reading your book or, you know, teaching whatever, I guess not teaching writing. So like being on a stage, sharing your work. Like, I don't know what that is, but if you have la- all of you guys, if you've lacked motivation, it's because you forgot where you're going. Yeah. Yeah. Because I've always felt like it was just given to me. <laughs> so I've never had to create it. It's just appeared, you know, and that yeah. that's what keeps keeps playing in my mind, even though, you know, deep down, I know that that's not really true. I keep hanging on to that for some reason. Yeah. But the other thing, so on the flip side is, yes, we have to have the vision. But we also have to fall in love with the day-to-day process, right? We yes. have to love writing a paragraph, writing 200 words, like getting a chapter done, like falling in love with that process makes like, and I think that combination makes you great, exceptional. Like you can say it in it long enough to be successful. You're engaged in the present moment. So you're at like at your sharpest, you're in your zone, your zone of genius. Like the work is amazing and you're loving every day, even before you get to that end result. I think that's the secret. Yeah. Well, Cindy, I awesome. hope you like feel like you can like cut off the other decision. I know it's scary. Doesn't mean it's I know. You know, it's part of the process. <laughs> Dang. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> the sucky part of decision making, right? Yeah. All right. Well, thank you. Okay, cool. Thanks. Thanks for sleeping the hot seat. All right. Yep. Um, who else wanted to jump on the hot seat? Who's feeling it? And if you were didn't jump on the call in the beginning, oh, Ashton, I see your hand. So just jump on. I was just going to say, like, just hop on because that's how we're rolling. So Ashton, why don't you go? Come okay. On. I wasn't sure. I'm new. Yes, so. I know. Welcome. Welcome to your first call. So. <laughs> awesome. So hopefully I do this the right way, but I would love coaching. Yeah. No, that, that is the right way. You just okay. go ahead and share. Awesome. Okay. So I am in a really, like, speaking of clarity, I have total lack of clarity over what I want to do with my business and my life. (laughs) All right. Let's just dig right in. (laughs) So high level view. I left a macro coaching business like a couple years ago, Mm -hmm. had a big shift there, needed to compensate income. So it kind of fell in my lap the last like, year and a half I've been doing, I've been running Instagrams for life coaches. Okay. Like their social, like their, their Instagram, their social media, like create their content, like run their, run the gram. Right. And it just became this like referral word of mouth thing and worked really well, like really well. That's where I earn the chunk of my income. Like that got me my six figure mark in my business. Right total out of left field experience. Yeah. Yeah. So it was like, well, this is where I'm making money. I'm going to go here. So I went there. It's been fine, been great. But then I have like this intuitive eating Instagram page, Yeah, which is where I made this shift. 
So I have this membership that I just launched. I was going to do it last year. I let it go. Wasn't the right time for me. I just started it up again and I'm feeling so like, I'm probably going to cry. I feel very just like at a loss of where I want to put my energy, where I should put my energy. Um, I'm in like a terrifying place personally, like I'm getting divorced. Um, so like my financial situation, it's like what might've turned, what might've been like, oh, this is fun. This is great that it's going so well is now turning into like, no, this is my income. Yes. Like this is my life. And so, um, I'm just in like a very, uh, I just need clarity and I don't know how to get it. Um, what are your thoughts? <laughs> <laughs> no, this is, this is really good. I'm going to kind of ask a similar question, but like, what do you want? I know that that's probably like a really, um, raw question. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you know what you want? You know, I, I can't let go. Like it was so funny. Like, um, Cindy, was that her name? Like just kind of even just listening in on some of those things, like the inability to maybe like let go. Um, I like, if I could choose what I wanted, if I could make the same amount doing what I do with social media, like doing intuitive eating stuff and making impactful change there. Yeah. Like I totally would. It's like my passion. It's like yeah. where my heart is. I can is. feel it in your content. Like it's real. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's um like I it's almost like I can I can see where it could go. Mm-hmm. It's just uh how. Um there's there's a lot of how could I make the money I want to make doing that. Like there's a lot of lack of belief there. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes I feel like there's a ceiling on what you can charge in that space. Like, um, like there was one time I had seen, I've totally been one of those lurkers. I lurk on your stuff. And I yeah. saw you offered this like Voxer thing for like a thousand dollars a month. Yeah. I was like, Oh my God. I was like, I, would have loved when I was like recovering, mm-hmm. I would have loved, I would have paid so much money to have someone in my back pocket when those months were really, really hard that like knew what I was going through. Right. I was like, that would be so fun to offer. Like, Hey, like boxer coaching for a thousand dollars a month, I'll be in your back pocket. So I just, I'm also like the rowboat analogy that you yes. gave. I have all these ideas. I'm yeah. all I'm like an idea generator. You're and an so- entrepreneur. Welcome yeah, to the club. <laughs> and so I'm like, what do I follow through with? Yeah. What do I do? So just ba- so you weren't in quantum play. If you you have access to quantum play, one of the things I taught in that program is like the predictability, potentiality difference, right? If your social media business is predictable, keep it until your, until your income, just given your situation, like it'll make you feel safe. You can, you can like regulate your nervous system. Cause you're not like, I'm all in on intuitive eating. Like I am cutting off, you know, <laughs> no, like right. 
Right. And okay. then let's grow this until you feel comfortable. Like maybe you release a client and you, re- then you release another one until like, that's where your main income is. You know, it doesn't have to be like, you don't believe hard enough. If you keep both, like, I don't believe that. I think that right. you can keep both. Okay. Okay. So then can I ask one more question? Of course. Okay. So then let's focus on that then, because I think logistically, I think I realize that's obviously the reality yeah. of my situation. So then I move into how do I create even more predictability or yeah. sustainability with that? Because up until now, it's like my mind was blown with it. And I don't mean to sound like, oh my God, it, you know, just fell into my lap. Like, so annoying but it really did yeah so there's an element too of it that I'm like how do I put myself out there what do I need to do like I don't have a website it's totally been referral based Mm -hmm. like I have great client retention Um, social media in the social media stuff but it's like I also feel like I should probably like network like people don't really know who I am like do I need to create like an Instagram for it? Like I've kind of just relied on my intuitive eating Instagram mm-hmm. to kind of show my authority with it. Um, those are, yeah. So how often do you get new clients? I haven't gotten new client in, it's probably been like six months. Okay. But, but people who join stay on. They stay on. Yeah. I mean, like we're taught like you know, I kind of have realized I like to work with the, with life coaches who they have a pretty reliable business and Mm -hmm. they want, like, they understand the value of Instagram, but they don't really want anything to do with it. Like, like, just take this from me. Just take it over. Just do it for me. Like, I don't have the energy nor capacity to do it or worry about it, but I need it. And it's great marketing for me. So that's what I, you know, so that's kind of my client. And so I think because of that, I have a relatively good retention rate. I did just lose a client, um, but she's she's honestly not really my ideal client. Like she's more, it's kind of like, eh, like I could if I want to, like she doesn't really need it or anyways. So I have some fear around it. Like I have a lot of fear around fear that what? losing clients. Okay. So fear that it's going to fail, that it's going to fail, that like, it was kind of like a, kind of like a fluke, um, that there's just not a lot of sustainability with it. Yeah. Which is like very similar to what we talked about a little earlier. It's like, you have to take ownership that you created that business. It was not a fluke. You had to be the person who could deliver the fact that you're getting clients to like, want to keep rehiring you means you do a good job. And word of mouth means they love you and they want to tell their friends about you. Mm -hmm. So you already have a pattern of what works. You could ask them for referrals. You could say, hey, who do you know that could benefit from my services? You could Mm -hmm. offer them like a referral, like kickback Mm -hmm. to make it, um, I guess, but like that's all coming from my belief in you that what you do works. You have to have that belief that what I, like I know how to create clients. I know how to create money Mm -hmm. on a scale of one to 10. What's your belief with, I know how to create money, like one to 10? Um, I think that belief has strengthened over the years. I, like I'm probably, you know, talk to me like a couple of years ago, I probably yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, like a two, but 
I mean, I am at probably like, I would say I'm at like a six or a seven. Okay. Um, I think that belief is strengthening. Um, yeah, I guess it's, I guess, um, I guess I just don't know what to focus on, I guess, but those are great ideas. Like that's a great place to start. Like maybe asking for referrals, um, yeah. Like, I mean, you could do something really simple, like an email or something and say, Hey, I just had a space open up. I'm looking for, I love working with you. I'm looking for more clients like you. Do you know anyone that would benefit from what I do for you? That's mm -hmm. like you, because I love you. <laughs> um, so I don't know. What do you think about that? I mean, I think, okay. But then that means I have to what, reach out to the person. <laughs> <laughs> um oh. well it's interesting because like that's that that feeling you have like that's what's going to keep your business growing it's uncomfortable yeah but like think about on the receiving end if you like especially if you like preload them with like I love working with you I love your mission like I feel like we work really good together especially if that's true right like that's like what you say I have a space available is there anyone like you that you would recommend could you like send them my way? And actually I learned this from the book, The Prosperous Coach. It's not, I know that that's not coaching what you do, but like creating that space for them to reach out to that person, to reach out to you, or you're not even involved, mm -hmm. like creates massive belief in you, like from the new client. Does that make sense? Yeah, it totally does. Yeah. Okay. I'll make that my goal. Yeah. And you could create like, even like a referral program. Right. I give you 20% of their first payment or whatever, you know, like as a thank you. Wow. Okay. Um, but as far as like the intuitive eating, like take the principles that worked, you know what I mean? You're creating something valuable. You showed up, like you delivered a quality experience to the people wonder for you. How do you do that for your, your program for intuitive eating? Yeah. Okay. I like that. Okay. The other thing I want to just point out too is like the belief and it, cause this is a really powerful thing for all of us to remember is when you need it to work, it usually doesn't mm -hmm. when we want it to work when we're, we're like, it's so easy. Like that's when things work. That is something you can recreate in the next offer. Like mm -hmm. it wasn't a fluke for your social media thing. That was just a pattern of energetics that worked for you. Bring it into the, the next offer. Okay. Okay. Thanks, Amber. Yeah, I'm excited for you. Keep me posted. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Ashton. Okay. Uh, Dara, you want to hop on the hot seat? All right. Hi. Hi. <laughs> I'm on vacation. I'm trying to be on vacation. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks All for right. taking us on vacation with you. Just kidding. <laughs> I know. Like, you guys want to see this? Oh, yeah. So pretty. Gorgeous. So pretty. Yeah. Okay. So, um, I've taken a lot of the coaching gave me last week cool. and I thought, okay, I got to take the pressure off myself to make money. So I reached out to this one girl and I just said, Hey, I noticed these patterns on your Instagram. Like, cause I met her in April. I just said, I have a way to really help you. And within like 15 minutes, she's like, yeah, let's do a one-on-one -on -one consult. So I had a consult and I offered 10 K and I felt like in such belief. I'm like, I totally know I could help her. And, um, she ended up not signing yet, um, but it felt amazing. Like I was like, oh, I'm back. I'm coming yeah. back. Like I generated this, these results. And, um, but something that I found myself doing the last, I've done it twice now. And it just has like come out 
I have offered my program for free to fellow coaches. And it's like, I, I love serving people and there's a piece of me. And like these women have offered me a lot of, um, like we do like peer coaching and they've offered me a lot of support. So part of me is, it just kind of comes out of my mouth even before I even say it. Mm -hmm. And so I'm kind of like, Oh, what's that all about? Like, yeah. uh, So yeah, I'm like, I need coaching on that. Cause it's like, I just, I, and I think there's part of me that's like, well, just offer value and then value will come back and I don't have to worry about it. It's like so unconditional. It's like so natural for me. But then I think, am I not valuing myself? And like, it's just been kind of, I'm not really sure where to take, take that. Yeah. What do you believe about their, I guess this is kind of weird, but what do you think they think about your program? Um, well, I think they're really ex- like part of me thinks that they they aren't quilters, so I think they might have thought like it's not available to me. Um, but I'm not exclusive to quilters, mm-hmm. um, and I think they're excited. Like they were really flattered, and they were really like happy and thrilled to like be offered that. Um, and I do think they, I I do believe that they're like, yeah, I could totally get results from Dara. Like she's a great coach, and she does great stuff. Yeah. But what, like, where's your, um, yeah. So it's like interesting to me why I didn't say like, why haven't you bought my program yet? Yeah. Like, why didn't I, why didn't I go there? I th- and I think part of it is like, it's almost like my philosophy of the more you love yourself, weight loss is just inevitable. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't have to count calories or do all that stuff because the more that you make your life more interesting and the more that you just love yourself, you just inevitably will just take care of yourself. So you stop just shoving your mouth with food. Yeah. So I'm thinking that maybe I'm doing something like that with like putting value in the world and offering this value to them. I think that that's like maybe what I'm doing. Yeah. I'm going to ask you a question. I'm really curious what you think. Like, why would, why would people love paying you for your program? Why would they want to pay for it? Well, I know. Cause that's like, even when I was on my consult for one-on-one, I was just like, Oh my goodness, I can't believe I'm only charging her 10,000. Like, like her life is totally going to change. So, I mean, I, I do that. I actually a lot this week of like, cause that's what I used to do a lot was like how just even if they learned one principle from my program yeah. and I would like write down like how much value they get from that. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, there's tons of value. There's it's, it's so much. So why am I not, why am I just giving it away? Why am I not asking them to be like, Hey, why aren't you doing this? I, I mean, obviously part of it is fear of rejection mm-hmm. when it's almost like you have a belief of like if people know me yeah, maybe they want to pay for it that's why yeah it's cut out um can you hear me okay yeah i can hear you yeah so I said, you, it sounds like to me, like you have this belief that like, if people know me, they don't want to pay for my program or if we have a relationship, 
they don't want to pay for my program. Yeah. But if we're friends, you don't want to pay me. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, cause it's kind of like with family. You don't want to mix family and money. It seems yeah. kind of messy. And seeing, I think it's messy. If you don't, when you're trying to offer a professional service, if you don't charge, that's when it gets messy. Yeah. I'm going to tell you a story. Yeah, there's a very interesting there's book called the ultimate coach. And he charges like 200 K to work with him for a year. Right. And his son was like, I want you to coach me. And he's like, okay, pay the fee to his son. And he's like, I did it because I loved wow. him. I wanted him to see the power that I bring to my clients. If he doesn't pay for it, he's not going to see it. And I was like, that's pretty yeah. hard, but it like kind of reiterated that, that what we're saying, which is they get value from it when they pay. Yeah. So do you love them enough to charge? That's, that's the question I want you to play with. Yeah. So it's like, like part of me just feels like maybe I should say to them, Hey, you know, I don't think I'm giving you a service by giving it to you for free. Did they already join? Uh, the one has joined the other one. I, she just, uh, I just offered it to her yesterday. So I could be like, you know, I don't know if I like my reasons. I mean, I, I mean, we're good enough friends. I was just actually at her house in Montana. Yeah. You could even ask her, like, if, if you are good friends, I would even ask, like, how do you, like, I was kind of thinking about me offering you that program for free. And like, now I feel kind of weird about it. Like, what do you think about being gifted a program? Like, how does that feel? You know what I mean? And then it's just kind of setting yeah. it straight for both of you. Totally. And I have, I did reach out to that client that has brought me a lot of clients. And I, I just reached out to her and I was like, why aren't you in my program? And like, what's going on? You're, you're not like, you're kind of dodging me. And she's like, I just want you all to myself. Yeah. And I was like, okay. And then she had some feedback from people about my charging structure. And so she was uncomfortable with that. And I was really straightforward. So that was really good. Um, so I do feel like I'm, I'm making like tons of strides since last week. Mm -hmm. And I am really working on like, I, I ha really have been the one that's created all of these results. Yes. Um, that's been a yeah. Out on that. So I'll have to, yeah, no, I'm just feeling very, I, I'm actually feeling really sad for myself. About what? Like, just about, um, just like how much fear I'm letting into my, like, and it was interesting. I, I reached out to a bunch of people, influencers, and I did something similar to what you said to the previous girl. I just said, Hey, you know, I'm doing this master course. It's $11. Some procrastination. Mm -hmm. uh, you can give a coupon code to people. And I'm, I was like, really like, I'm just like super bold and I am really bold. Um, for the most part. And uh, the one lady was like, I'm not your ideal client. You need to stop asking me um, to do these things together. She's like, but I do really appreciate your persistence. Yeah. Because <laughs> I said to her, I'm like, well, do you even know what you're saying no to? Like, and so like, I feel like there's a piece of me that's coming back, but I also still feel like there's like some tenderness that I'm still like, so on the edge, you know? I feel like you're developing a new way of 
creating the results that you want. You didn't like necessarily how you create results in the past. And so, but there's principles that worked, right? Making bold asks is one of them that worked. <laughs> it works for everyone. But now it's like, yeah. what didn't work and what can we leave behind? But pre bringing in the principles and the actions that you took that did work and like making it new. So grace yeah. during the season for sure. Because Yeah, and I'm reading about grace right now by Robert Millet. And that's been like really powerful for me. Um, but yeah. So, so what do you... Because like part of me feels like any morning I can wake up and there's going to be 20 people that signed. Mm -hmm. like, signed. Like I still like hold that belief. I still really like work on that. Um, and I do love how, um, how much I, I'm in love with my people and in love with, my, with what I am. But it's just hard for me right now because I'm trying to, trying not to make my results mean, um, like determine my success. But there does come a point where it's like, no, I need to be making money. Like I need to be having that same, I need to come back. Like I need to make that kind of money again and more. Like I need to build my community. I need to find the actual tools that work because it is like, it's like a math formula. Like there is a, ma a formula yeah. to making money. And yeah. I had it out and I don't really know how I had it figured out, but I did obviously because I made a lot of it. Yeah. Um, but I have a new set of, um, it's, a new thing I'm selling and it's a new I'm a new person like I really am a different person now what I went through how it affected me yep. like all of it. it's like I need to bring the new me in and figure it out yes this is like that art and science thing right there's like definitely a science to making money it's called marketing and sales <laughs> and you know that. And I think it's time to like, kind of trust yourself. Like, you know, the principles that work and then the art piece is where you're playing. It's like, okay, I'm a different person. I've been through a lot. I want to bring that aspect of me. Like maybe it's like more, more, more solemn, or I don't even know the word, but like a deeper understanding of the flip side of business, you know, and compassion and grace and like lots of different qualities, but then you bring it into the principles that work. And it's okay if you don't know exactly. I think yeah. it's almost like you go back to the drawing board of experimentation. It's tough. Things. Why is it tough? Like what, what is tough right now? Like where are you uh, getting stuck? Uh, it's just tough because I, I, I'm not getting the, I'm not getting that reinforcement of the money yet and so I it's like you know the number on the scale was such a it's such a helpful tool and so I'm not making the money so I'm like okay so obviously there's things that I'm not doing um and it's like I'm not getting that same feedback um in that way and so it feels like I'm I'm just not giving myself enough tools to be making the money in a sense mm-hmm do you like if you were to ask yourself like what tools aren't you using do you know well, the only thing that I can come up with is like, I'm just not believing enough. I'm just not being convicted enough or something because like, I'm going through all the same motions. Like I'm like, I'm getting like the emails are going out. I feel like when I write my Instagram posts, they're like full of love. I feel like when I'm doing my lives, it's like, I have so much full belief. 
Uh, I feel like I'm doing the same things that I've done before. And I've, you know, that I've, you know, the next thing I know there's $60,000 in my bank account. Mm-hmm. So like, even with my live event, I still only have two people signed up and I have 23 spots and I'm thinking, so why isn't anyone else signed? Like, like I just, I just don't feel like I'm having enough of the details for the, to make the formula work for me when I feel like I'm doing all the things. Yeah. You also changed a lot, right? Like the, have yeah. you ever done a live event before? I can't remember. Yeah. I did a live event last year. Did you book it and out? And I, so, uh, I, no, not fully, but I did have 10 spots. Okay. Yeah. And I have this feel, I feel like this one is a juicier offer. It's going to plug in my phone. And, um, and I feel like it was like, it's like way more of a no, a no, like a non-brainer. Like it's on weight loss maintenance. It's, so it just feels kind of strange. And I'm like, hmm. But then again, then it reinforces like, I don't know, like, it's like my, I don't know. Then it just starts me questioning like my value and all of that. I can't hear you right now. Uh, yeah. So just makes me question like am I am I not doing like enough job like come and then I'm thinking I feel like I'm making my my uh, argument okay there you're really choppy for me are you guys able to see her is it my internet there can you hear me you're really choppy that's okay i can see you moving can you not hear me hear you you're super choppy okay can everyone like okay. what can't hear her either okay so dare i think it's your video i'm not sure what's going on do you want to try to like turn okay. it off and turn it back oh i can hear you now can you hear me okay okay yeah. i can hear you <laughs> okay i did not hear anything that you just said though <laughs> okay, sorry that's okay so what'd you just say um so i was just saying how I, I just, I think maybe what I want to help, help, help with just even right now, it's just like last week's coaching was so helpful and it gave me like that courage to like reach out to one-on-one to take the pressure off of that. Um, I was more intentional in my emails. Um, I'm like looking at it from their perspective of why it'd be so benefit beneficial to be in my program, to come to the live event. Mm-hmm. Um, so maybe I'm, I'm just asking for like, what is one thing you could tell me to do for the next week that I could just really focus on to build a tool that would help me to just know, like I am, because I think that my biggest buffer is self-doubt. Yeah. Like I just, I, I can indulge in that and shame, like not good enough. And I'm like, I don't, I'm not doing that anymore. Like, I don't want to go there anymore. It's like, no, this is, 
So maybe it's just like, what is one tool I can work on for the week to help me build that belief and to like serve my ladies better? Yeah. Well, I, before I answer that question, like, do you have like a need to make money this week? Like, is it that intense? Um, no, I have, I have money. I have money until the end of September. Okay. Like maybe even like middle of October. Cause that's what I was, I was going to say first, like let's sign some one-on-one clients to get you some cash flow. But if that's like, if you don't need to do that and you really want the program to take off, do you have an open like closed cart or is it just open all the time? It's open all the time. Okay. Why would someone buy today? Well, and that's what I did today. I did some uh, lives and just said, like, I'm on vacation. So I'm like, listen, like, I now go on vacation. I don't worry about gaining weight. I can go kayaking with my kids. I'm super present with them. Like, I can resolve families, like, issues with family. Like, you need to take this so you can be on vacation and be calm. And why would they join tomorrow? Um... Well, and then like talk about like their health, like we don't have to worry about diabetes, like heart disease, like those things are really a big problem. And I said, I don't use fear mongering in my marketing, but the reality is like the consequence of you eating overeating, like there, you can't control the consequences. Like they just happen and I'm here to help you. So that doesn't happen anymore. Mm -hmm. But why would they want to join your program? Not just losing weight, but like, why would they want to join your program today? Um, like, what do you believe? Well, the support and the skills and the tools that you need are there. They're there right there immediately at your fingertips. Yeah. It's like, it's a great offer. One of the things that it's just different than, because one of the most powerful principles in marketing is like urgency and scarcity, right? Like whether you agree with it or not, like it gets people to make a decision. And one of the things that I know about like lifetime memberships is if they feel like they can join tomorrow, they're always going to postpone. You know what I mean? Until they have a reason to join today. So, I mean, this could be like their own mindset, but it could also be like offering a bonus or a unique part of the offer. Um, You could do a special event during the week or something like that. I think I lost you. No, I, I can only hear. Okay, this I'm sorry. This is not the best internet. But that's I think I hear what you're saying. Yeah. Like maybe that's the tool. You're like, why would someone yeah. buy today and make yeah. yourself answer? Yeah. Okay, I got that. Like, that's encouraging me. So, perfect. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Thank you so it's much. Just, it's just new. Like, I think when we change things, like one of the other shifts that I'm going to encourage you, like, it, ha- it hasn't worked yet, but it is working. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Like yeah, it's totally. working, it's working, it's working. The emails are working. My Instagram posts are working. Like what if that's the only thing that's missing is your belief that it's working. Maybe it hasn't worked yet, but it's working. That's true. Cause it is working. I am bringing people in consistently. Yeah. And then when someone joins, you're, they're going to be like, I read every email. I saw you live. Like they're going to say, yeah. we're going to reiterate the truth that it was always working. And you're like, yeah, it was yeah. always for sure. You got this. All right.
Thanks, Amber. Sorry yeah. about the choppy no, internet. It's okay. It's okay. Okay. Anyone else who hasn't been coached that wants to come on before we end? Going well. <laughs> okay. Then I will see you guys next Monday. Next Monday, it's going to be at 10 a.m. MST. And it's a week five. So we're just going to do like Q&A. I have a few things that I'll share. But other than that, it'll be, it'll be pretty chill until September. All right. Then I'll see you guys next Monday. Bye. Hey, thank you so much for listening to the Coaching Matrix private podcast. I just wanted to tell you, thank you for being a member. Thank you for being here. I hope you found today's episode helpful for your life and for your business. And I want you to know that I am cheering you on and I will see you in another episode. Bye.